Hello everybody, welcome to the landfill. My name is Jake. I'm Zach. This is the show where we're going to fill your head with our garbage opinions. And this is the, 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 what, what do you want to call this? The It's the inaugural episode. The get to know your hosts. Who are these two dumbasses sitting in front of you right and now? why the hell should I listen to anything that they have to say? Well, you shouldn't. That's true, but... But... <laughs> <laughs> I guess we could start with backstory. A little backstory? So. I'm 5'11", 320. <laughs> so yeah, he's 5'11", and 3 quarters. Six, almost 6 foot. Almost 6 foot. I have a spinal condition. We work at the wonderful Harvest Moon Deli, which is how we met. It's a little, little panini shop up here in where we live. The greater Bangor, Maine area. Uh, I run that store. He assistant runs that store. And that's really it. We're not as similar as I thought we would be, but I got him into f- to reading manga and talking about anime. And uh, That's what we're here for. That's what we're here for. We wanted to start with some simple questions to kind of get to know us and to understand how our personality is a little bit better. I guess we could start with like, what is this show? Like, what is the landfill? Sure. Right? Ask her up, then. And so, Jake Dawson, how would you describe the landfill? The idea behind the landfill is really simple. We couldn't come up with a better name for a show where we have bad opinions on things. That's fair. And we figured, since we have trash opinions, it's kind of like filling up a landfill. Because we have bad, we just have bad opinions on absolutely everything. And so that's what the landfill encompasses. So each week... Each week... Us. Each week, he will be watching a season, half a season, maybe an arc of episodes worth of episodes to an anime that I have read the manga for. He has no prior knowledge of the manga, simply because he doesn't know how to read. And I will not watch the anime because I'm not stupid, so I'm not going to waste my time watching it. I watch dubbed most of the time because reading is really difficult, as he so eloquently stated. So we we will come together as a force to be reckoned with, and you will have a complete understanding of X property coming from the anime's perspective and the manga's perspective. Now obviously it's important to note that there will be spoilers, there will be huge spoilers, because we're going to be talking about an entire half or an entire show arcs. If you don't want to know that, you probably shouldn't be here. Just a preface. So I figure that we should start start the, the Get to Know Your Host series. Or part of this extravaganza. I'll ask you, uh, may I go with the first question? Let's hear it. What got you into reading, Zaxtral? Since that's going to be the, <laughs> the main part of your job here. What got me into reading? Um, like, obviously, I think I'm talking more about the adult, more of the adult stuff that you like to read, the comic books and the manga. When did I start reading erotica, is what you're asking. Always. Um, I guess I could start by saying that I have always been a movie fan, and I've always thought of things visually, right? And so, you know, I started reading comics as a kid, 
And I the, the big one for me, you know, there's four compendiums deep of The Walking Dead. Like, that was, like, that was probably the biggest one for me. Because, you know, I like superheroes, but superheroes get tired eventually. Um, and, you know, as I got older and wanted to dive into more, like, visual storytelling but i i wasn't that interested in like movies anymore this is probably like when i was leaving college um i started turning towards comics and then that eventually i read a lot of what is considered the best of the best in comics and was branching out looking for more and and then i found people kept recommending me manga and i started there and here we are that was me. I did that. The first manga that I read, though, was Dragon Ball. So. Oh, you read Dragon Ball? I've read the first four volumes of Dragon Ball. So almost none of Dragon Ball. Yeah, almost nothing. But, like, I read that, and I liked it. But then I tried watching the show, and I was like, this sucks. So I stopped. We'll have to watch Dragon Ball Z It'll... slash Super. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jake Dawson... That's me. What was the first anime that you watched? The first anime I ever watched was Dragon Ball Z. Um, it's a lot. It's a lot of people starts. It's kind of like almost like iconic, right? In the both the cartoon and the anime world. And I don't actually remember having anyone recommend that like you should watch anime. But I was really into like cartoons, and I stayed up late watching Adult Swim, and Dragon Ball came on. I was like. Holy shit! That guy's awesome! Vegeta. Vegeta. Yeah. And so I eventually just found the rest of the series online and watched it. And I've kind of been stuck <laughs> in watching anime. You, you know, you end up comparing a lot of anime to Dragon Ball Z because of how encompassing and legendary it really is. Even though it kind of sucks. Dragon Ball Z? Yeah. It's old, and it wears its age poorly, <laughs> but I still love it. But you are a Naruto fan. I like Naruto. <laughs> it does. Naruto has my favorite fight in the whole series, except for the very, very end of Shippuden. So I guess I can say one of the reasons that I hate anime, or like that I started to hate anime, was my best friend when we lived together, was, like, balls deep into Naruto. Oh, God. And so he was, like, 400 episodes deep. And, like... Like a fucking One Piece kid. He, like, would watch it, and I'd come home from work, and I'd be like, dude, I'm not fucking watching Naruto. Like, let's watch something else. Let's watch Pawn Stars. And he'd be like, oh, dude, one more episode, one more episode. I'd be like, fuck, no. So it was kind of forced <laughs> upon you. I have seen more of Naruto than I would like to have seen. Well, you're going to read more at some point. I have volumes 1 and 2, plus some 3 and 1s down there. Exciting. <laughs> well, yeah, that's how I got started. Uh, this, this is a bit of a specific one. It's a, what's your favorite book quote? Like a quote from any comic book, manga, anything that you just really, that really stuck with you. Jeez! Uh... <laughs> Oh, let's Told see. you we should have reviewed these beforehand. Um, 
I should have had time to think about this one. Like, this is it, kind of fucking bullshit. It's almost like I suggested that we review these beforehand, <laughs> and you said, uh... <laughs> it's better just to put someone on the spot, but still. So you sit there like, uh, uh, with your fucking thumb up your ass. She's the best. Five seconds. Five seconds. Four, three, two, one. Well, I have a Slaughterhouse 5 tattoo from, from the Kurt book. And, like, so one of the tropes in that book is that, you know, so many people die in war that it's pointless to point out how many people die in war. And so every time someone dies in the book, it's, like, indicated by, uh, just, it's indicated by so it goes. Like, every time you see so it goes, it just means that someone has died. So that is something that has stuck with me, because I read that when I was 14. That's kind of a unique way to do death. Yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I can put him on the spot. <laughs> Speaking of putting someone on the spot. I'm ready. Now, I want you to notice the phrasing of this question. It's not if. Okay. I don't want to know if you've watched it. I okay. want to know when was the first time you watched Hentai. The first time I watched Hentai, I was like 13. And you watched it for laughs? <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> Look. I think I had a friend who would come over, right? He was the first first guy that we watched porn, like, at the same time. He showed me porn. Dude, I didn't think people actually did that. Yeah, I know. It happens. And he was all, he's also my cousin. What's up, Gavin? That's even weirder. Yeah, I know. Oh. Gavin, you need to seek help. And we were like, huh, I wonder if this is hot. And it was kind of hot. I don't, I don't watch hentai regularly or even like on a scheduled basis but <laughs> every morning at 7 a.m oh yeah get a little get a little wank in so joe white had asked me this and i as i more i think about it like this actually probably counts as hentai and it would be the first time that i had watched it was like those ads that you see that are like they're like try not to come in 60 <laughs> seconds and it's like <laughs> This beast woman just, like, railing this dude. That is hentai. And, like, I was, like, I clicked on it. In. And I was, like, I don't know. I was probably, like, 16 and, like, call, like was homesick from school. <laughs> and so I, like, clicked on it. And as soon as it asked for, like, credit card information, I was, like. Gone. No, I'm out. But, I ain't like, got one of those. There's all, <laughs> there's all that, like, just on the side of the page. And just, that's probably the first time I ever had experienced it where I was, like, what in the actual fuck is this? It's pretty wild, isn't it? Alright, another, another, I have two, like, harder ones coming up, right? Because I didn't ask you any fucking silly ones. <laughs> These are all silly ones. So, what what motivates you every day? Jesus Christ. Hookers and blow? What motivates me? Yeah. Well. What, you get up at, like, you get up at, like, 5 a.m. every day. Yeah, but that's because I'm old as shit. I think that, you know, I have, this is probably going to put a real damper on the show. Oh, man. I have, like, a, a goal, like, a plan for my life. And, like, you know, I, I'm i sorry, Zach Richardson, if you're watching this, but it's not to work at Harvest Moon Deli. That's crazy. Mine isn't either. Like, my whole life. And, like, in ten years, I will have a van, and I will be gone. And, like, 
That is the end goal. So like a traveling van bound lawyer. So like eventually like I need to establish a way to make money that isn't grounded in an area. And so I would say that is essentially like I get up every day like because I'm not a fucking nihilist, but like if there was a sole reason, it would be because I have this vision for my life that I would like to see through. Good for you. At least you at least you know what you want out of life. That's not really even a damper. What the fuck are you talking about? Like Well damper in the show of like there's <laughs> obviously a clear hentai. There's obviously a clear end point with this show. <laughs> <laughs> no, we can do it over Zoom. That's true. Or I can do it by myself. Ugh, good luck getting the viewers. I'm already better than you, so <laughs> ten might be too many. Ten? Ten's a lot. Well, We've gone through three. That's true. Well, I've gone through three. You're about to. Well, this is an easy one. Okay. I would like you to say on camera for the world, how many pairs of sweatpants do you own? That I can wear in public? No. Oh, just in total? Just in total. Five. How many can you wear in public? Three. What do the other ones look like that they can't be wearing? They got a big public. hole in the crotch, like. <laughs> so, like, th- those are some of the ones that I wore to work, but are now indisposed and I can no longer wear them. Dude, imagine if you got sexually harassed in I have. sweatpants with the crotch missing. Well, that's why I wear sweatpants, so they don't see all my curves. That's Is that a fun what that's st- about? No, it's just more fucking comfortable. Because you're some asshole that wears jeans in his house. Black jeans, even in the house. I would stand up, but I don't... You don't need to see my dick. Right there. Because that's the only thing in, in frame when I stand up. Yeah, that's it. That's how many sweat, pairs of sweatpants I own. Do you have any Crocs? No. How many do you have? I have two pairs of Crocs. That's crazy. There's an in-the-house pair of Crocs, then there's an out-of-the-house pair of Crocs. The on-the-town Crocs. The fleece Crocs don't leave the house. They're too nice. You can't get the fleece wet. Nah. It'll ruin them. Can't ruin the fleece. I understand. Facts. Zach Searles, what's your favorite book? My favorite book? Your favorite book. Hmm. (laughs) My favorite book... Of course it's not in this room. Why would it be? Um, alright. Let's get down to brass tacks. This is going to be an anime manga show, but that does not mean that I, those are my only interests. And a lot of what we talk about on the show is going to be fucking stupid, but my favorite book of all time is Moby Dick. Really? Yes. <laughs> the Great White Whale. <laughs> Do you want to be Cat Mayhem real bad? And that van's your Great White Whale? The, the, the Great White Whale? Yeah, I, as of, that's how I, you want to know how I wake up every morning? That's how. I wake up, I look in the mirror and I go, you are Captain Ahab. <laughs> you are chasing that white whale. Nice. <laughs> you get snaps for that one, I love that. No, like... I get it. Like, Moby Dick is this old fucking book that, like, people of today, 
the TikTok generation won't give a shit about. Like, this book will probably die, like, in the next 50 years. But, like, it is this book that I think I just read at the right point in my life because I read it uh, when I took a semester off from college and, like, it's it literally is just about life. And, like, it's disguised as this story about a whaler searching for his big white whale. But it is just about life. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Good answer. My hair keeps, like, wanting to cover this mic. Trick Dawson, what was the first show that ever made you cry? That's kind of hard. I don't... Uh, show? We can throw a movie in. Movies don't make me cry. Oh, sorry. Except your name. That made me cry. <laughs> so I think the first show that made me cry was probably Madoka Magica when I watched it the first time. Um, Madoka Magica is a show about a like, like a nine-year-old girl who becomes what's called a magical girl and has to fight curses. And curses are, are created through... Um, through people's kind of the the bad things that people exhibit sadness, depression, anger, all those emotions create curses. And so she decided that she wanted to fight them. And there was there's a scene there that that made me cry cuz it's surprise shockingly emotional. I can I can there, there there was a couple that almost got me for for those that have watched so when when mommy died that got me almost. Well, fucking spoilers. Hey, fuck you. You don't even know who mommy is. <laughs> oh, yeah, I do. <laughs> like, the pure emotion that was kind of put in <coughs> to that scene was intense, and it caught me off guard. And then the ending really got me. Yep. And now I cry just all the fucking time, because I'm a big fucking baby now. Now I feel stupid for my answer. <laughs> what is your answer? Actually... stars. Dude, I remember crying at the uh, episode of Full House where Jesse moves out, and like <laughs> Michelle has like that little pig, and she's like, "Uncle Jesse, Uncle Jesse." Yeah. Nice. <laughs> uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender makes me cry every time I watch the the leaves from a vine. You haven't seen that, have you? No. So, story time. Iroh was voiced by two people through the history of Avatar. Uh, the first, the original name is Mako, and Mako, that was the last episode he ever recorded. He died? He died. Uh, and it's a very, like, emotional song, and you can feel it, and to add to it, the future voice actor of Iroh decided that he would never sing that song again, because it's not his song. It was Mako's. And it sounds kind of like the end of, uh, The Road to El Dorado, with that Elton John song. You've never seen The Road to El Dorado? I don't think so. So, like, it's these two guys that find El Dorado, and one of them decides to stay, and the other one wants to leave with all this gold. Mm -hmm. And, like, they're, like, best friends. Is that the, the, like, animated film? Yeah. Okay. And, like, there's the, the Elton John song that plays over the emotional ending of, like, this isn't goodbye, like... Yeah. It, yeah, it's pretty similar to that, but that scene gets me all the time. It's, I'm a disaster whenever it comes up. We got 11 minutes, so I think we can do one more. All right. Uh, what do you do when you're not doing this kind of shit or working? Um, 
Well, anyone that knows me knows that I love to argue. It's true. And so I've been accepted to go back to school, finish my degree, to go to law school. Um, I read a lot. I watch a lot of Pawn Stars. I'm a big consumer of uh, political news, which is very boring to almost everyone. And probably to you. It's pretty bad. No, like I get very heated about lots of things. Um, you know, I have a fiance with an eight-year-old son, so that keeps you busy. A lot of Nerf battles. A lot of Nerf battles. That's about it. There you that go. That's about it. There you go. Big video game guy I am. Been playing the Pokemon Legends Arceus and having a whale of a time. So good. I, sp- I spent like two hours before this in between therapy, or Emma's therapy, and coming here just running around catching the the alpha Pokemon because I need to get one more star rank. I was having it. Just running around the open world is a great time. But yeah, I play a lot of video games. I watch a lot of TV. Uh, board games have been my recent obsession. Uh, I've been playing this one called Ascension. Made by Brian Kibler, who is a professional, who was a professional Magic the Gathering player, which is the thing I spend the most time doing, probably. Magic the Gathering. Yeah. <laughs> which I've been playing for almost 17 years now, as a 23 year old man. It's kind of sad, actually, huh? More than half of your life has been dedicated to Magic the Gathering. You better believe it. <laughs> It's the only hyper-fixation that I've kept hyper-fixating on. Jake Dawson, what is the most impactful thing to happen to you? Ever? Ever. That quite possibly changed the trajectory of your life. (laughs) See, that's a a hard one, because I can go in a... My childhood was full of a lot of very bad things that happened. And a lot of those kind of shape who I am. Even the, you know, the Nile. <laughs> the nihilist in me. Um, but, you know, sports were a big part of me growing up. Because they were consistent. The few friends that I had were consistent. Um, there's a story I could tell that is a little too graphic for I, th- for I think the audience that I think with Earl, not with Earl. That didn't shape who I am. <laughs> That's a story I'll tell here, but the one I, the one I'm thinking of, I probably won't. Um, I can say the the neglect of my father. So if he's watching this, go fuck yourself. Shouts out to you. Thanks. Appreciate you. <laughs> um. Rip. You know, probably probably just my mom trying really hard. Like, she was a single mother for most of my childhood, and she just worked her ass off all the damn time. And I really look up to her and her work ethic, and, you know. Karen, I can't wait to come over for dinner. Anytime, anytime she's having it, she'll, she'll have you over. To have spaghetti with bologna and meat sauce. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um... Yeah, you know, those are the basic answers. I can't talk about much else, because it's very not okay. Three words to describe you, go. Three words. 
bald. Um, I guess... Really fucking stupid. Those are three words that would describe me. That's true. Mm -hmm. I guess, uh... You know, I'm a bit of a spark plug. I'm a problem solver. I'm a fixer. <laughs> spark plug, a bald, and one more. Come on. Well, I am a Virgo. There you go. Spark plug, bald Virgo. <laughs> to be a Virgo, you means... To me, it means that I, I'm just an old soul. How, how do they pair with Gemini? Not well. We're fucked. You know, Gemi, Geminis are what you would call uh, bitch-made. They kind of like... You know, if they have to open, they have to close and then open the store. They usually just collapse under the pressure. It's true. I've heard of that. If they get more than five tickets up during a rush, it's like <gasps> into the bathroom and time the noose. Every time, there's a lot of nooses in the harvest bathroom. All right. The top five. Video games that have shaped your taste in video games. League of Legends is one. I've played that game for almost 4,000 hours. Regrettably. But I have a great time. Uh, any of the early Pokemon games, I played all, most of them. And so, like, Emerald was a big one for me. I played that a lot. Uh, Mario Party. That was the game I played most with my, my boy Ryan. So we played we played those a lot, and you know that along with Smash. So I guess Smash goes in there too. And then the fifth one, what else do I have a lot of hours in? Call of Duty Warzone or Apex Legends, the battle royale games that I really enjoy, the shooter games. Uh, you know, but I. Fun fact, what actually shapes my, my want to play games isn't game, other games I've played, it's the fact that I make games. That's the thing that I do sometimes, is I know how game design works and I can code. I can't draw, though, so I don't do that part. But I, I use the knowledge of level design and that kind of shit to... Uh... Big L, how is one of my questions not, what's it like to see the world as ones, ones and zeros? <laughs> It sucks, man. <laughs> uh, f for those that don't know, I really... I, I, the movie Free Guy was okay. And there was a scene that really bothered me uh, where one of the programmers for the game in the movie was like, I only see the world... It's just more than seeing the world in ones and zeros. And I was like, I want to flip the fucking table. So mad. So now I see the world in ones and zeros. That's true. So yeah, there you go. Jackass. Alright, if you need a super if you needed to pick a superpower right now, what superpower are you taking? If I had to pick a superpower. I want you to know there's an objectively correct answer. It would be probably I mean, being invisible, I think, would come in handy, like, a lot of times. What the fuck are you trying to do? Well, I didn't say that I would be a hero. 
We already knew you wouldn't be a hero. Like, I would steal so much stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's just the god honest truth. I would take everything. Like, I would go to Walmart and just steal. Like, have you ever seen The Invisible Man? Nope. So, the 1941 Invisible Man movie with Claude Rains. Like, he's an asshole. Like, but it's it's hilarious. Like, all like there's a scene where he's, like, running away from this motel, and he just, like, steals this person's bike and just is, like, pedaling away. And it's just, like, this bike riding. And he, like, takes this guy's hat and, like, pushes him into a river. Like, there's no reason, like, why he does any of this stuff. It's just because he can. Nice. <laughs> because he can't be stopped. Sick. Me? The only correct answer is probability manipulation. That's the only right answer. That's the lamest fucking answer. But it's objectively correct. So, like... What are the chances that I develop a new superpower? 100%. What are the chances that this lottery ticket wins me the lottery? 100%. What are the chances that I don't get hit by a car today? What if it was like you could only marginally make your chances better? That'd be waste. That'd just be super <laughs> so like, lame. Like the chances of you just winning the lottery are already like they're like point zero zero one percent, and it just makes it like five percent. I'd take that. I'd take that. So I'd just buy like a bunch fuckload of lottery tickets because eventually I'm winning at five percent. So like you get into a car and there's like a sixty percent chance you get into an accident and that just like it just lowers like there's a fifty five percent chance. Let's you get go five percent adjustments. <laughs> I'd do it. I'd do it. Give me those match points. Your move. What would you do with a million dollars? Something fucking stupid. Well, the first That's thing I, the first thing I do is probably buy like pay my car off. Why wouldn't you just buy a new car? Well, because I still have to pay it off, so I might as well pay this off, then buy a new car. Well, you could pay for a new car in cash. I could do both of those things. But but you could trade in your car to pay well, off the loan with a new car. Uh, like, 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 your total... Yeah. You'd just be merging two loans together. Fair enough. That's fair. Um, I'd buy a lot of Magic the Gathering cards. That's so dumb. I would max out my computer... 3090, uh, 1100K. It's a good calculator. It's not even a calculator. I guess it kind of is, isn't it? You could, use a, you could use a calculator on it. There's going to be a calculator app on your computer. I've deleted that. It's um, not possible. That's buy my wired. mother's home from her and buy her a new so home. So with a million dollars, you'd make your mother homeless? No, I'd buy her a new home where she wants to live, and then I'd move into her house. These are all, like, stupid. So, I, <laughs> the, the buy my mother a home thing is <coughs> a sentimental thing, because I love my mother's house. But, so that's sentimental. Magic the Gathering is just the biggest thing in my life. I figure I might as well pay off the car that I have, or merge loans. It doesn't really matter which order you do it in. It's still going to cost the same amount of money. It just seems weird that, like, yeah, I have a million dollars, but my life is only going to change by 5%. Okay. I'm just ha- I just want to live... I'm happy with the life I'm living. If I, I can think li- I would definitely live in, like, a trailer park, but would, like, just have obnoxious things. Like, 
Oh, yeah. yes. I have this $15,000 trailer, but I drive a Maserati. <laughs> a Benz. <laughs> Why am I not shocked? That would be so sick. Tell the folks what your favorite food to make is. Bacon care of business. We're contractually <laughs> obligated to say that. Uh, my favorite food to make, because it is my favorite food to... Oh, actually, like... Like, my favorite food to consume would be, like, chicken parm. But I, don't, I wouldn't say I particularly enjoy making it's chicken parm. It's a long parm. process. But I love making pizza. Yeah? Fair enough. I'm here for that. Which... For $21 an hour, I would go back to making pizza. But And are you hearing it? What was the first anime character that you found yourself sexually attracted to? Asuna from Sword Art Online. <laughs> the first. How many others? Can't answer that question. <laughs> so I'm, I'm legally... I was underage, by the way. When I watched Sword Art Online, gotta make that clear. Is she a girl? Is she a young girl? She is a teenage girl. I no longer find her attractive. Yeah, but like in theory, she's aged. That I don't know. Ash hasn't aged. I don't know. I feel like if you were like sixteen and had a crush on a sixteen-year-old girl in the show, and now you're like twenty-five. Like, I feel like in your mind, that girl is also 25. My mental my mental attraction. <laughs> Maybe not, like, in actuality, but I feel like, at least to you, you're like, yeah, she's 25. That's a weird one. I'm not, I'm not, here, I'm not stepping on those, you know? <laughs> um, yeah, that's it. That's my answer. <laughs> Alright. Two movies or shows that describe your personality. Pawn Stars. Reasonable. No, I don't think that describes Dry my and personality. Unnecessary. Curb your enthusiasm. That's a good one. I would say that, like, I am very Larry David-esque a lot of the time. Yeah. I definitely find myself in social situations because I talk a lot of shit. <laughs> um, True. And probably... Um... Uh, any, like, really good Joaquin Phoenix performance besides Joker, I feel like I can probably connect with at some level. Like, I think about her a lot. Because you're a sad man in love with his computer? That's part of it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good film, though. It is good. You got one more. There's two more. I No, we're done. You've used all ten questions. I've used all ten. Did you count them wrong? No. I think you're just dumb. I have two questions for you. Ask me those two questions then. I'll reset it and then I'll ask you these two questions. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. No, I did. I did miss one. Got it. All right. So I'll give you this. I guess it doesn't have to be serious, but it's a serious question. And then I will give you the silly one. Worst medical incident? Uh, the worst was... So I was tested for reflex when I was a kid, so they put a catheter in my dick. Um, when I was six. Because uh, I'm peeing a lot, right? 
And so we were driving. I'm not going to lie. I literally thought you meant like acid reflux. And I was like, why would you have to put a catheter (laughs) for that? (laughs) No, no, no. Reflex. Or reflux or something like that. And so we're driving. And we go, me and my cousin's ex-fiance and my cousin Thomas are driving, right, to Stephen King's house. Because I'm like sad or something. I don't know why I'm with them. I don't remember why. I, and I'm like, I really have to pee. But I'd been avoiding, avoiding peeing all day. Because when I tried to pee at the hospital, it was like burning pain. Terrible, awful pain. And so I say, hey, I really have to pee. They pull over, go to the gas station, bathroom, pee in the most excruciating, searing pain. A six-year-old Jake peeing, and I exit. I'm crying. In the rearview mirror, we we see this cashier get up and check the bathroom. Um, that's one of the. That's pretty bad. Uh, I, on an everyday scale, my fucking scoliosis has caused me a great deal of pain. Yeah, whatever. We're Every sick day. Of hearing about it. This is the first time they're he- hearing about it. Other than that, I've really, like, nothing else has really happened. We should get a P.O. box so that all of our fans can send you dones. Let's go! (laughs) Send me the dones! The mercury-infused pain relief. Uh, let me think of a question to ask you really quick. Uh, how many animals do you currently have? Oh, you have an Arm the Animal shirt, so. And which one's your favorite? We'll not answer that part. We all know um, the answer. I know the answer. Five. What are their names? I have four dogs and then Ginger, the cat. What are the four dogs' names? For the Lulu's audience. the oldest. She's 13. Maybe she's 12. She has one eye. She has no eyes. Oh, she had eyes? She's out of eyes now. Damn. Uh, Pean- uh, Jake would be the next oldest, and I think he's 10. And then Peanut is nine and Paws is eight. There you go. I'm a two-cat man. I got a 12-year-old named Coon named Max and a 10-year-old brown tabby named Sif. And that's my boys. I think that you got one more, right? One more. Let's jam through it. Uh, so I heard a rumor that you suck at Magic the Gathering. Damn. I was ho- Slash, would you suck dick for Black Lotus? Or not suck dick, uh, actually. Which edition? The most expensive one. Yes. Because that could pay for your house. How much is it? Like $500,000. Holy fuck! Why? I don't know! I wish that, like, this is a call to the Magic the Gathering people. Like, just put a stop to this. Don't pay that price. For a card that you most, can't use. Most people don't. Well, sure. I get it. You have to have, like, the right collector that, like... I guarantee there are people out there that, like, have that money, like, ready. So that like, when they see one pop up, they're like, okay, that one's mine. I have seen people buy unlimited Black Lotuses for, like, ten grand. Just, like, like that. The minute they go up, they sell. That's one of those things. It's like... It's like having, like, a Charizard from the first run of Pokemon cards. Like, there are people out there that collect that stuff. That, like, they have that money on standby. So that when they find it, it's like, that's mine. There it is. 
Uh, also, for the sucking in Magic the Gathering, we all suck at Magic There's no one that is good at Magic the Gathering. Besides me, I'm the player of the year. Sure. The best player. I've never been better. Except that time that I whooped your ass and you still haven't improved your deck. Show me the footage. I am the footage. It's gone. I don't think you beat me once that day. Anyway, that's all the all the questions we have for the get to know your host, the introduction video today. <coughs> that's it. <laughs> now you know us. Or you probably still don't know us at all. You know I us? I don't think these questions shed any light onto who we are as people. Not at all. <laughs> However, you'll figure it out the further we go on. And obviously, we'll, we'll include, like, a business email. If you want to throw questions at us. Hey, if you want us, if you want to ask us a question and you want us to read it on this show, you can send us an email at thelandfillshow at gmail.com. There it is. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for coming. I'm Jake. I'm Zach. This has been The Landfill. So that's all we have for today. Uh, tune in next week. You'll get to see our, our real first episode, a non-meet-the-host episode, where we will be talking about Goblin Slayer. I'm, I'm real excited to talk about it. Let's go! Let's go!